This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I am doing very well. Uh, I'm drinking wine mm, out of a can. What? Look at that. Why not have a can? Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. It's white wine because I'm classy. Well, you don't white know that. It's in a can. Than red wine? That's true. It's like that Crystal Pepsi. Any... When when they were selling Crystal Pepsi <laughs> in a can, I, that's when I knew. Uh, that's when I finally figured out uh, this is all a scam. Oh, Who cares I, if it's crystal clear? It's in a dang can. I thought it was a can or, or a scam, but I thought it was because they were in cahoots with the uh, glasses industry, you know, that you would have to then pour it into a glass to make sure uh. it was crystal Pepsi. And all of a sudden, you know, you're buying more glasses. And then all of a sudden the washing machine guys, they they get wind of this and they're like, hey, more glasses, more washing. Sounds like it's Dishwasher, right up our alley. Tom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a guy who's never done an ounce of <laughs> stitch of housework, huh? I've never had a dishwasher, Tim. Mm. I do it the old fashioned way by hand. You put all your glasses in a washing machine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you wind up with no glasses and you got to throw the washing machine out. You... You can find another use for that washing machine. What if it's just full of glass everywhere? Yeah, just put rags in there. Where do you ever buy rags? Mm-hmm. Where do you buy rags? Oh, like a kitchen supply store or something. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm talking like rag rags. I'm not talking a uh, kitchen towel. Yeah, no. I I mean, I don't know. What are you getting at here? What, what <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know. A few times I've done like home improvement things and they're like, get a rag and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, can I buy a rag or is a rag just always like an old T-shirt that you've cut I up? I think a rag is just an old towel. It's just something it's it's a towel you, you don't, don't care a... about. Exactly. All right. And like at some point you're going to care about it. I, I feel like every rag was once like a, a beloved uh, <laughs> kitchen towel. Even the ones you buy at a store? Yeah. Wow. Wait, rag? Do you... What are you talking about? Do you think you you go to a store and there's like a bin of dirty rags that you buy? (laughs) You're the one who told me you can buy them at a store. No, you buy the towels and then towels become rags. So if I walk into a store and I'm like, you got any rags here? Or they're going to be like, no, but we got towels that could become rags. Well, they'll probably be like, yeah, they're they're over there, you know, like uh, cheap kitchen towels. Yeah. But And you're saying... I should make sure they're dirty before I leave so that they're technically a rag? I'm not saying you should do anything, Tom. I'm, uh-huh. I'm saying, you know. I just want to know, can I go into a store? Do they have a section of the store labeled rags? And do no. they have products that say rags on them? It's like the way that you could buy a caterpillar, but you can't buy a butterfly. What? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I can buy a caterpillar, but I can't. Is that? 
Tim, I'm I'm being I'm lost in this metaphor. Yeah, it it didn't really make any sense. I don't think you can buy caterpillars or butterflies. <laughs> well, and I was going to ask, can I buy those? Like, what store can I go to where they're like, oh, we, uh, you want a caterpillar that isn't a butterfly yet, or you want one that became a butterfly? Actually, when I was in third grade, we did a science mm-hmm. unit where we got caterpillars and we watched them go into cocoons and then become butterflies so apparently you can buy at least like 26 caterpillars but here's the thing with that tim i remember as a kid asking the teacher questions i've always been curious about these types of things where they come from (laughs) about rags stuff it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't rags about rags caterpillars you name it and i remember asking the teacher like where these come from and uh, they explained to me, like, oh, it's a, like a science supply thing. And I was like, cool. Can I get one of those catalogs? Like, I might be interested in some of this stuff. And he was like, no, you can't have a catalog. Yeah. And That's a weird she, thing for a kid to was, ask. Yeah, but if you – why wouldn't you want a catalog full of thing, live animals you can order through the mail? I could understand why sicko – uh, eight-year-old Tom Reynolds no, wanted it, that. it wasn't to I do... I could see why a, a, a responsible teacher would not want you to be be ordering live animals out of a catalog. Where did they get those crayfish? Probably the same place. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't think yeah. to ask. Well, you should have asked. They would have told you. Although, you know what, Tim? I asked, and now I've had to live my life being haunted, knowing uh, the answer, but not being able to order any of these for myself. Tom, it's been more than four, 30 years. You could have looked up these. I mean, Tom, the stuff that you tell me that you buy on the dark web, you don't <laughs> think you can get some caterpillars or, or crayfish? I don't buy things on the dark web. Please don't uh, besmirch my uh, reputation on this podcast, sure, Tim. Sure. You've never bought anything on the dark web that made my skin crawl. Fine. <laughs> Tim, that was as a goof, just a just a Halloween goof. Some real sick stuff, Tom. Some real terrifying stuff. Yeah, they they sent you just a severed hand in a box. Yeah, I don't like that you get it shipped to my home. Why did we start talking about rags? Why do you bring rags up? I think, I, <laughs> Tom, this might uh, this might be surprising to you. I think you're the one who brought up rags. Why would I've brought up rags? I don't recall anything along those lines you were gonna tell um, me uh how your week was but or you can go back to uh uh if you remember real, real why professional. i brought up rags tom this is why you brought up rags i brought up wine in a can oh yes wine in a can and you asked me if white wine is classy right is it classier than red wine my impression is no that hmm. both are equally classy, I think. Okay. I always thought that um, if you wanted to get uh, drunk or like uh, like red wine was was the way to go. Like if you wanted right. to get like uh, you wanted to that white wine was use lighter. wine to yeah exactly. But it, it's like hey you know look. There, there's drinking because you're enjoying the act of drinking or the taste or nobody likes the taste of yeah, alcohol. Yeah, you say that all the time that nobody actually likes drinking, which makes it so much more horrible that you drink as much as you do. 
<laughs> as much as I do, Tom. No, knowing that you you hate it, you can't you can't stand the taste, but you're willing to do it for how it makes you feel. What age were you when you stopped lying to the doctor about how much uh, alcohol you consume? Um, not yet. <laughs> Really? Well, I don't actually consume all that much alcohol these days. I consume alcohol when we're recording. Yeah, this is the only time I really drink ever. But other times, like, I'll have uh, one or two if I'm, like, uh, having dinner or relaxing an after-work drink. Having breakfast. Having Well, sometimes if it was a tough night the night before and I'm still hungover. Uh, yeah. yeah, then I might have one for breakfast. Um, so that's your answer. That's what I uh, that that's what I tell the doctor. I tell the doctor the truth, except for Thursday nights. So you don't say like how many? Well, this is this is uh, this is the difference between you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, your tolerance uh, is very high. My tolerance um, isn't that high. Well, then why is it sometimes we're recording (laughs) and we're recording this episode and uh, the Patreon episode in the same night? Uh And by the end of the Patreon episode, you crack open a beer and you're like, oh, this is number nine. (laughs) Well, because and then I say things that I regret on the Patreon episode. So I don't have a high tolerance, Tim. I'm uh, uh, close to blackout drunk during those episodes usually. Now, do you think canned wine is... um, classy now do you think it's been uh i don't everything has been democratized and everybody's like hey don't judge the the vessel well i was gonna say i don't think it's classy but i think it's been destigmatized yeah i think if anything because of uh sofia coppola did she have something to do with it she came out with a, a canned wine well she probably just took some of her dad's wine and put it in a can. Well, that's what you said about her her movies too. <laughs> Ooh, her just, dad's probably secretly. Yeah, oh. he's probably making them, and then she's putting them in the film can. Yeah, and saying I made this. Um, no, because she's a lot better at directing movies than her dad, in my opinion. Really, you think so? I think so. Well, at, in recent in recent times, I will say. I think I've enjoyed her movies more than I've enjoyed her father's movies. Yeah. Although, like, now I'm thinking about it, and yeah, I, her dad is very good. Look, hey, everybody's good, and they make great wine, and sometimes they put it in cans, and where that wine came from, who knows? Everyone in the extended Coppola family, uh, Jason Schwartzman, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The Arquettes, are the Arquettes in that, or are they their own thing? No, they're, 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 they're their the own Arquettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Wouldn't you like to go to a Coppola family reunion? Not really. I don't know any of those people. <laughs> you know Never Nicolas met Cage. Any of them. <laughs> and and if you were at their family reunion, you could just walk up and be like, Hey, I'm cousin Tim. And uh Nicholas Cage would be like, Oh, all right. How you doing, man? And you'd be like, oh, I'm doing great, Nicholas Cage, my cousin. Let's uh let's go out and tear the town up together as family. Do some more, Nicolas Cage. Uh, all right, yeah. Let let let's go out and tear up the town. Yeah, that sounds like That's a lot of fun. George W. Bush, Tom, <laughs> is what that is. Well, they're both 
they're not both from Texas. I don't think either they're, of them is from Texas. <laughs> they're both icons. They're both style That's icons. That's true. They are both style icons. Um, but I think, uh, yeah. So drinking out of a can, I also think people people nowadays, they see a can of wine and they're like, oh, a can of wine. They're interested in it. They're not judgmental about it. I'll tell you why I got this can of wine, Tom. Mm-hmm. Because the alternative was a bottle of wine. Mm. And wine goes bad really quickly, especially when you're only drinking one night a week. Yeah. I don't know oh, that, yeah. I, could, gotta... that I could put a cork in that wine and then pick it up again next week, right? That's that's no good. Uh, Yeah, you've got to... Once you open wine, I mean, I've never had nice, but I assume nice wine goes bad even quicker. You got to drink it within like the next few days. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that. At the most. Yeah. So So, uh, unless you get box wine, box wine actually keeps very well mm -hmm. because it stays sealed. No air gets in there. Or you can get one of those uh, pump things. You ever see those pump things for a wine bottle? Yeah, it's that weird thing that like goes, looks like a cork, but it's got a thing, and you got it. Yeah, yeah, you pump it like a bike pump. Yeah, not Get interested in gadgets. I'm not interested in any kind of. I bet you have one of those things, don't no, you? No, even but though you I'm don't really think- drink wine. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, and I should get one because uh, that'd be fun to have. Um, Just buy some cans of wine. No, well, I don't. I don't think the liquor store near me sells cans of wine. I'll have to yeah. can, can my own wine. You can come to my neighborhood, Tom. Uh, and uh, I had to buy this in a four-pack. Mm-hmm. $38. What? Why didn't you just buy a bottle of wine? And just like like buy like a $12 bottle of wine yeah. and drink a little bit of it and then dump <laughs> yeah, the rest down the drain? Yeah, just throw it in the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't think... Uh, well, no, I, that didn't occur to me until just this moment, and I wish I had. Tim, uh, by the time you're hearing this podcast, actually not you, Tim, you're hearing this podcast live, but by the time other people are hearing it, I will have uh, gone over the hill, as they say, and I will be yeah, I... 40 years old. Lordy, lordy. Look who's 40. Look who's 40. Me. Tom Reynolds. Tom, mm-hmm. do you think that potentially... You've already crested this hill. You've already reached the peak. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that I didn't. I'm hoping that I live to be at least 80 years old. That'd be nice. Right. Uh, as long as I'm not like, I don't know, you know, tied up somewhere when that's when <laughs> what? like in a dungeon or something. I don't want that. Yeah, no, but, yeah, yeah. If, but, if uh, things are really bad, you don't want to be. Yeah, but if I'm running. if I'm still up and moving around at eighty, uh, that'd be great. I'd be I'd be happy with that. But yeah, there's uh, definitely a, a a chance that yeah, that I uh, went over the hill like five years ago and didn't know it at the time. Yeah, I mean, or, you'll or, never know or, or when may, you're over the hill, or maybe even uh, nineteen years ago. Yeah, you never. Hey, you never know. Yeah. Um, I. You know, over the hill is a uh, is a thing that they put on greeting cards and like mm-hmm. balloons and stuff. It's the like, I never realized for for a while. I, I was blissfully ignorant of what that meant. It's like no, it means 
you're more than halfway to dying now. Now you're just running out the rest of your life. Yeah, no. I remember when my dad turned 40 and and asking, I forget how old I was, but like asking, yeah, I was pretty young, like, what does that mean? And having it explained to me and having like a real existential crisis about yeah. like, wow, and you're like joking about it? <laughs> having yeah, exactly. having a party with a bunch of theme things? Uh, that yeah. seems sick. Well, But that's uh, society. Uh, how pissed off are you mm-hmm. that... The um, acceleration of kind of technology and medical advancements mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is just going such... to just miss us. Yeah. Like, I feel like people who are five years younger than us will live mm-hmm. 50 years longer than us. <laughs> and yeah, it will be in some sort of hellscape. Cyberspace. No, like some hellscape freaking... Uh, either super hot or super cold or uh, mm-hmm. underwater or, you know, it's un- un- or, or uninhabitable. Or clouds. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's it's going to suck dying of something that like two years later they're going to be like, <laughs> oh, nobody will ever die of this again. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've read articles that are like, uh, you know, have titles like the last generation that will die. Mm. It's like, well, that sucks. That, that yeah. would stink. Although that'd be kind of cool. You'd be at like the end of the history books because they probably wouldn't write history books anymore if people stopped dying. What are you talking about? They'd be I like, mean, things we, would we, just get bad if people <laughs> stopped dying. They would be like, you know, hey, you want to know what happened 100 years ago? I don't know. Go ask somebody. Or you remember. Mm. You were there. <laughs> That's oh, what the history books will say at the end of them. You remember you you were there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Tim, by that point, we might have talking textbooks for all we know. Well. (laughs) They might have figured that out. Um, I didn't know. You know, I was obviously doing some research about this stuff. And um, uh, two things. About turning 40? Yeah. Well, two things about Over the Hill. Uh, One is that over the hill merchandise is a lot harder to find it seems now than it did in the past but i might just be thinking because i might just be thinking that because spencer gifts took a hard turn i feel like at some point from over the hill gifts to like goth uh accessories yeah the hot topicification of spencer gifts is <laughs> um, sad yeah, really, really. Uh, where where's somebody supposed to go to get like a a fart machine or yeah, like, or like a bow tie a, for a penis or something? Yeah, or a squeaky toy in the shape of a boob. Yeah, or even just a uh, fake boobs you can put on, uh, so it looks like you have boobs. Yeah. No, as long as we have more posters of the Joker. <laughs> right and jack back, skellington stuffed animals yeah back in my day a, a jenny mccarthy poster or or a jennifer aniston was all we needed yeah is that so is that too much to ask yeah. mr spencer <laughs> so yeah spencer's gifts uh doesn't carry that much but they do carry a few things that i found that all looked great um it, like a very very small selection now uh they sell one gag gift it was six dollars and um it is just a uh popsicle stick 
and some medical tape. And it is called Old Man's Pecker Erector. Get wood guaranteed. Do you understand how this product would work, Tim? You I would, think I think I you, do. It took me a second. You would use it to splint your penis as though it were a broken appendage. Right. They also in lieu of naturally getting aroused. Right, which uh, men over forty are in, in completely incapable of. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, but then they also had, uh, uh, even though they had very limited amount of products, they had two products that I liked that I, that if somebody gave them to me, I would have been happy. One was, uh, it was $5 for three sets of beads that just said old fart on them. Beads? Yeah. Like beads, bead necklaces. Like Mardi Gras beads, kind of, but like not that festive. Like they they looked. I think they were like black. They they weren't very. Uh, Does they, each bead have a different letter on it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. It, I'm, I'm did, understanding this this bead necklace now. Yeah, but they like kind of weren't even party beads. I guess a little bit. They were pretty long. It looked like. All right. But five dollars for three sets of beads that say "old fart" on them. That's cool. <laughs> Did you buy things from the Spencer Gifts website? <laughs> no, I should have though. If I had looked earlier, if I if I could have gotten them in time, going to kick you out of the house. <laughs> the other one, I think this one was only like nine dollars, and it was like a satin sash that you wear. You know, like a like a, a beauty pageant winner would wear, and it, on the sash it just said "old as shit." I like that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. If, if you were at a bar and somebody walked in wearing a sash that said old as shit and they were by themselves, they weren't, you know, with like a party or anything. Just eh. like waiting for somebody or like <laughs> no, waiting not for waiting, a date. Just, just out by themselves. Okay. Uh, having, a, having a drink after work. Uh, you know what? If I saw that, I'd probably go to a different uh, bar. Yeah. Um, I don't. You ever? You know what? One thing I don't miss about going to bars. What's that? Um, since we can't go to bars at the moment, maybe never again. Um, is uh, when someone walks in alone doing something weird, and you're like, "Hmm, is this gonna be a mass shooting?" And then you just kind of like focus on that guy the whole the yeah, whole night. Is this gonna be a thing? As he does his weird loner shit. Well, I don't even think about like. Yeah, there have been times where I, yeah, I've been worried about a mass shooting because it's America in the twenty twenties. Yeah. Um, but I've also like seen I've been in bars where somebody walks in, and you're just like, oh god, this is gonna be a fucking thing. Like this guy is gonna come over and talk to me, and like. To be I, fair, Tom, you don't like it when anybody talks exactly. to you for any reason. Well, whatsoever. and that's why. It's a bad. Sometimes the bartender's like, "Hey, what can I get you?" And I'm like, like "Hey, oh, shut up, mind your own business." I brought Why my don't own. You crawl down the drain and die already, and then you snap your gum. Um, no, but uh, I'm bad in situations where somebody comes up to me, like a weird guy comes up to me to talk, because I just have no. I'm like, ah, all right, I know, I get it. You're a weird guy or whatever. 
And they immediately pick up on that and they're like, were you, were you mad at me? Were you, what you think you're better than me? Tom, and then, you know, uh, what, you know what, what you would hate more than being you judging by that story i imagine you'd hate being a woman <laughs> oh absolutely i would hate being a woman if you have to you've dealt with that what like once or twice in your life <laughs> yeah well and and you know similarly uh i've been in situations like that where it's like uh this guy's gonna like come over and start bothering like women that are you know in this group of people and then it's gonna be a like hey pal like you know she said she's she's not you know she doesn't want to drink wait your boyfriend it's like no just just a hero the guy that's trying to be your boyfriend and hopefully (laughs) this will help no that's her boyfriend The guy who I hope she notices isn't doing anything while I stand up for her um, honor. Yes, Tom. Yes. Before we go any further, Mm -hmm. I'd like to honor you with a toast (laughs) for your 40th birthday. Great. Hold Um, on. Let me crack open a beer. So go ahead. No, no, Tom, you've ruined my joke. So go ahead and raise your glass of prune juice. Tom, don't worry. Uh, When you're 40, you can still do all the things that you used to do, just not as fast. Uh, You is this a roast, Tim? Have I been invited to Comedy Central's celebrity roast? Tom, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, 40's not that old for a tree. Yeah, it's not that old for a tree. Tom, uh, you'll be happy to know I'm, I'm throwing you a, a 40th birthday party, and it's it's guaranteed to make you feel young. Oh, that well, that's very nice of you, Tim. The... Yeah, uh, because we're having it at the old folks' home. Oh. You'd be was young compared the, to was them. Was that the cheapest place you could find or something? No, it's to make... <clears throat> I know you're worried about your birthday cake, Tom, seeing that it'll be adorned with... 40 candles, which is a lot of candles. And a mm-hmm. lot of people are saying they don't think you'll be able to blow them all out. But I tell them, don't worry. Tom will definitely be able to do it. He's always been a big windbag. Who told you that they think I'm not going to be able to blow them out? The others. What others? Tell me, give me some names, Tim. AJ. AJ said, all right, well, I'm going to have to give him a call. Paul. There. Paul? Yeah, all right. Well, I'm but keeping Tom, a list. You've been a good, you've been a good sport tonight. Uh, on a serious note, I'm proud of the man. Like that. I'm proud of the man you've become. To me, you're not 40. You're four perfect tens. Tim, are you coming on to me? Are you? Yeah, you're beautiful. You're very you making, beautiful. Are you making a pass at me? Wow. Tim, well, that did make me feel young. To feel flirted with again. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even get slapped. That's because we're not in the same room. The next time we're in the same room, Tim, you'll be getting a... First and foremost, you'll be getting a a slap. I mean, you slap me most of the time. Just, uh, you know, you're you're like Mo. I'm like Larry. (laughs) Well, you're always... Tim, whenever we're, we're trying to pull some kind of a scam on some rich old ladies... You always slip and say something 
uh, that that gives away what our true intentions are. And to be honest, you're asking for a slap when you do that. Well, I mean, the assault that follows from from you is 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 mostly unwarranted. But a lot of times it's because you've unscrewed something, which has caused something else to bang me on the head, and you don't even notice that. Tom, I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. You sent me a video of the Three Stooges today. <laughs> it was a video that outlined the way that the Stooges uh, actually really got hurt. Yeah, yeah. It, it had video examples of them getting hurt. So there would be text on the screen that said, like, uh, uh, the director assured Mo that Larry would not get hurt in this trick. <laughs> but, uh, he did. And then he got a pen shoved in his head and Larry yeah. did get hurt. But there was one that uh, I didn't tell you this time when we were talking about it. But uh, it was uh, it was like uh, oh, Mo like twisted his ankle mm-hmm. during the take. Yeah. But he was such a professional; he knew to dive out of the shot so mm-hmm. not to ruin the shot. Yeah. And in doing so, he hit his head on the bed <laughs> post and knocked himself unconscious. And I was like, this I got to see. So the text explained that on on the screen. (laughs) And then I'm watching the scene, and it's three ladies on the screen talking to each other, and they start walking away. And I'm thinking, when are the three stooges going to enter the frame? And I was so confused. And then one of the ladies fell down. And uh, it was the it was the three Stooges dressed up as ladies, but they they fooled me. <sighs> that <laughs> I don't know, Tim. That's not good. I don't know if you should be. Uh, you should perhaps in state care for not recognizing. <laughs> I know. I, I I I've been I've been. I just feel, been I feel on, like I needed to get the, it off the chest. I've been on the phone with doctors all night. Yeah, how did I not recognize the Three Stooges in in drag? No, and I watched that scene, Tim. It's them all talking like this. I know. And, <laughs> and they're like, talking about well, how as, handsome as the as Three Stooges are. Up, <laughs> as soon as these ladies get off the screen, then I'll be able to see Mo really get hurt. Tim, you weren't you weren't doing anything untoward while you were watching this uh, Three Stooges all video, right. were you? Okay, enough. I'm just asking. That's uh, no, no. I think I understand what you mean, and and if I if uh, no, you're forty years old, Tom. You can't be making jokes like that anymore. Get your that's, mind out of the gutter. Grow up. That's all the jokes I make now, Tim. I, I've been ruined by Spencer's gifts. They've they've given me all these these put all these bad ideas in my head. Uh, there was also a um, a Dunbar. But it was uh, for your penis, you know. It had like a, like the bar went up, you know. Like a dumbbell. Uh, yeah, a dumbbell in in the shape of a, uh, not in the shape of a penis. It looked like a little dumbbell, but then it had like a hump in the middle of it that was, you know, the the width of a penis, more or less. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, to presumably to work out your penis because once again. Once you're 40, it stops working, according to Spencer's. Um, but this was on Amazon, 
And I couldn't believe this, this had like 4.8 stars out of like 500 plus reviews. It's like, how many people are buying this? And then why are so many of them feeling like I got to leave a review? Um, but there was one one star review towards the top that just read, did not like this, was not what I thought. <laughs> Bought as a gag gift, but thought it was for your fingers. Oh, man. <laughs> Why do they let the reviews on the Spencer's gift site? No, this was on Amazon. I also oh, looked okay. on Amazon because, because oh, okay. like I said, Spencer's left uh, a lot to be desired, to be honest. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is the new Mr. Spencer, it seems like. Yeah. I'd like uh, some like over over the hill shirt and the hill is uh, Jeff Bezos's bald head. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Oh, here's another thing I want to bring up about uh, uh, turning 40, and then I'll get to some of my wit and wisdom that I've learned in these years. Um Tom, does it suck that you're turning 40? Are you bummed about it? Um, I don't know if bummed about it is a word. Is is the word I would it is a word. I don't know if it's the word I would use. I would say that like I remember turning uh like 10 and being like, uh, oh, I'm a big boy now. And then turning 20 and being like, oh shit, I'm not a teenager. Things are serious. And then I remember turning 30 and thinking like, fuck, I'm getting old. Mm -hmm. But 40, turning 40 feels like a completely different thing than turning 30. 
Mm. Um, and I've been just trying to keep in perspective that, um, cause like, I remember us complaining when we turned 20 and 30 and now when we see people complain, we're like, ah, oh, shut the hell up. So I imagine, you know, some, some 105 year old crone hearing me complaining about turning 40 and he's like, ah, shut up. You're always thinking about what old crones are going to say. That's I'm very uh, concerned all the time about uh, what old crones think of me. Yeah. Well, but speaking of old crones. <laughs> old crones are always trying to give you uh, apples. <laughs> but never, never eat it, Tom. It'll, it'll, uh, you'll be, it'll, it'll cause you to sleep for all eternity. <laughs> I thought they just had razor blades in them, so that's why I've been avoiding them up until now. Yeah. No, it's worse than that. Um, uh, I learned, and I did not know this because I was looking up like, uh, like middle age. Because I'm like, yeah, 40. Like I had always, you know, growing growing up, heard like, yeah, 40 is over the hill. Because you're entering middle age. And like you said, you know, middle age and over the hill, like it's a little bit um That's generous. Uh, optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. That that you're gonna make it to eighty plus. I did not know that there has been a concerted effort by the baby boomers to to change over the hill and middle age to starting at fifty instead of forty. What are you talking about? A concerted effort by the baby, but who is there all a petition? The, the yeah, the the Beach Boys they were or is all it involved. Just the general sentiment on Facebook. Yeah, kind of just the general sentiment, and I was shocked at how many uh, like when I searched for like over the hill gifts, how many that had two designs and one that. Same exact design, except one said 40 and one said 50. Hmm. I was like, no, 50 is not. I don't know. Spencer, Spencer's gifts assumed you would be dead by the time you turned 50. I don't think they had anything for 50 year olds. So that's <sighs> so I look, I should agree with the boomers. I should say, oh, no, 50 is the new middle age because I'm going to live to be 100 years old. Uh, but I know that's not the case. Um, I, I, I think that, you might, I'm yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> somebody will murder me long before then. Um, yeah. no, I, well, and I was going to say that I think that that like, even when, when you turn 30 and you feel like, Oh, turning 30 makes you feel old. It still doesn't make you feel like you're like that much closer to death. But turning 40, that's when it's like, oh, like some stuff's going to stop working soon. <laughs> Hopefully when, not the important things, but I'm going to start breaking down now. Yeah, it's less surprising when you read about people your age who have passed away. Right. And, and like, you don't Oh my feel... God, what happened? It's more like, oh no, what happened? Yeah, yeah. It's not like oh my, it's you know they they barely had a chance to live. Somebody in their forties dies. It's still very tragic, but there's more of a like. Well, at least they got to blank. Uh, Tom, I should note if you're feeling bummed about this, just mm-hmm. know here are the people. Here are some uh, well-known people who you've outlived. Maybe this will <laughs> cheer you up. Uh, the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. He died at age 39, Tom. 
So I was probably still a kid. I guess maybe <laughs> that's why I didn't hear. Um, Yokozuna. Oh, yeah. Died at that, age that, 34. Well, he was uh, very overweight. I imagine he, hmm. he had and, some complications uh, from that. And Big Dick Dudley. And that's a, a porno guy or? It's a, it's a wrestler. It's a oh, so they're man. all wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, they all died in their 30s. Did you look up wrestlers who have died in their 30s? I did. I did. I just. I didn't have to look anything up. Oh, That's you just knew asking. those off the top of your head. Yeah. You keep track of what wrestlers have died and how I old they track, were. I, I keep track of a lot of things, Tom. That that happened to be relevant to the uh, conversation. Just, so I brought it up. It's strange, just because, it, as far as I know, you're not really a wrestling fan, so it's a weird thing to then keep track I have, of. I think I have a wide breadth of knowledge, and I was just sharing it when it was well, relevant. This, and again, I don't seems see... very. This kind of knowledge seems very specific, but it's fine. I guess it's a normal thing. <laughs> Tim, maybe maybe this is going to be your hobby going into old age. What? When you get into old age, you Imparting... get into hobbies. Oh yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I guess that's true. Tom, I I, I for the record, and mm-hmm. less for you, more for the listener. I can't relate to Tom here. <laughs> I am <laughs> not, not forty. I am not in my forties. <laughs> I am not old. Um, so I, I appreciate Tom, I appreciate your candor here and I appreciate you talking about what, what you're going through. And I hope this will prepare me, uh, when the time comes in many years to, to, to tackle the challenges that you're, you're tackling right now. Um, and I wish you the best of luck and I'm sorry this is happening to you. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I feel blessed that this isn't happening to me. Tim, you turn 39 next month? Uh, uh, what month is it? This month is April. Next month is May. That's yeah, my birthday, birthday is, is in May. My birthday is in May, correct. And you'll be turning 39 years old then. I'll be having a birthday in May, as, <laughs> as always, as you'll, usual. You'll be... As, s- I've co- as I've come to expect... Uh, You'll be celebrating having been alive for 38 years and entering your 39th. I don't really celebrate birthday. I don't like things to be about me. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of a modest, humble guy. Um, I don't want to celebrate all my my many accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, I'm glad. uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you're embracing uh, what's happening to you. You're, I didn't actually even realize that you're only 13 months behind me. So yeah, you'll be turning, uh, 40 literally next year. Mm, We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Somebody might get to you first. Um, Tim, I, is that Tom, can I ask you, is that your car alarm? (laughs) No. And I was just about to, every time I get up to go and close the window, it starts. The window's open. Yeah. It's hot in here. And there's a there's it's it's 38 degrees outside, Tom. I know, but there's it's a, cranking hot in here, Tim. You know, you know, I've recorded in an open air studio. It's it's <laughs> it's a part of the whole vibe of the show. Um, I was reading about. Um, I went to a website called bestlifeonline.com. Oh, nice! And they had an article about like. Um, uh, Wait, well, I just went to their website, and the top story is, if you smell like this, men won't forget you, Cher says. 
<laughs> um, I mean, sure. I mean, look. It's probably I don't, piss. Like, I remember look, everybody I've met who smelled like piss. I don't think you do, Tom. <laughs> That's true. But also, I don't think Cher is in any place to judge. Like, people are going to remember Cher because she's a famous uh-huh. singer and Oscar-winning actress. Mm-hmm. Um be like, oh, it was the way that I smelled was why people remember. No, they remembered that they met Cher. The, no, the- she was saying that she's saying this is what men smell. If you smell like this, oh, oh yeah, oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. I thought I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was like Cher talking about the most memorable smelling men that she's oh. met. It would be interesting. It would be an interesting twist if. Cher had like a scent memory that was a lot like <laughs> Mary Lou Henner's uh, memory of like oh, knowing her photographic what memory. Out. Yeah, but if Cher mm. had that, but it was just like I never forget a smell. I never forget a man's smell. Well, human beings remember smells better than any other uh, senses. Like that's Did why, you... like that's why smells make you feel nostalgic. I know and. I cite that all the time, but I think that came from an Axe Body Spray commercial from 2006, Tom. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't mean it's wrong, Tim. They have That's a lot where of you and scientists. I get most of our science knowledge, though. <laughs> yeah, they they had a whole, they had a commercial with all the scientists that were working on the smells. So I'll trust them before anybody else. Thank you very much. And they were all beautiful women. Yeah. And then once the guy uh, walked in wearing Axe, uh, they ripped off their clothes and couldn't resist them. Yeah, and they know the science behind it, and they still are like, you know, for, I, yeah. uh, I'm going to do what I want to do. And when I saw that, I said, this is a scientific method I can get behind. <laughs> um, so I was reading this article on bestlifeonline.com about, um, like, uh, what happens in your 40s, like uh, good things and bad things, you know. <laughs> okay. uh, none of them, like, some of them were real dumb uh, but some of them, even though I'm not 40 yet, I can uh, uh, see. And the biggest one that I want to talk about, which actually like they don't even mention it. Well, I guess they do mention it in the article, um, which I have noticed more and more in recent years. And it is legitimately awesome. It was something that I always look forward to. Can you and get the- to the point? You've been, you've been <laughs> preamble to this. It's just not giving a shit about anything. Not anything. But like not giving a shit about certain things that aren't important. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Not not giving a shit about anything. Then I would just I don't know be a slug on the you floor. Kind of low level been doing that for <laughs> forty years. But like not giving a shit about what uh, what other people think about you. Like, and I'm still not a hundred percent there, but I'm mm-hmm. more and more getting there. It's great. It's the best. Mm. Um. And like that is definitely something to look forward to in older age when like, I don't know, you just don't uh, you don't care because you're like, I don't give a shit what I don't give a shit what somebody thinks about me if they aren't in a position to like, I don't know, better my life or it isn't like somebody I care about. If it's like a stranger or whatever, like I still care about first impressions and stuff. But like, yeah, but I don't think I ever would have considered you a people pleaser by any. By any oh no, but I'm saying stretch. this just this just makes me. I'm just not a people pleaser. I'm just a little bit that, 
But I'm just thinking about like, uh, you know, walking down the street and like uh, teenagers looking at you and being like, oh, do I look like a dork? Are they laughing at me? Uh, and you know, as you get older, you're just like, who gives a fuck you shut up. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, but the people pleasing thing too, because, uh, even though I'm not a people pleaser, um, I'm still like, uh, somebody that doesn't like to say no. Yeah. And that does get older. And, uh, along those lines is best life online. Uh, I, I don't know why I keep mentioning them. Like, uh, they're a sponsor or something. I just want to give credit where credits due yeah, for these no, that's very that's, basic that's ideas. Responsible, yeah. Um, Tom, I know you don't like saying no, but also mm-hmm. to avoid. It's not like you say yes. You <laughs> right, just don't I just re- avoid it. Don't respond. Yeah, right. So I should just start being more to comfortable even like, saying no. Hey, do you want to hang out with all of your friends today? We're all getting together very close to your home, mm-hmm. and instead of saying no. Or yes, mm-hmm. you just don't don't reply. Yeah, because I don't care. Like I said, Tim, mm-hmm. uh, if, if I don't care about somebody's feelings towards me, then uh, I don't care about you know what what they think, and that goes for all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but along those lines, there there was one in here uh, amazed at how easily you can walk away from toxic relationships. Um, that's also been like a way easier thing where like you start to realize like some of the people that you're around or that like you talk to and stuff and you're like, why am I doing this still? Like, I don't have to give this person any time. Like eh, spending time with this person doesn't make me feel better. Eh, fuck it. I'm just not going to do that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. And it does like how, because what? How many toxic relationships do you have? Not toxic relationships, but like I feel like to- people if you have toxic more than acquaintances. Two, two toxic relationships, you know what? It, it, it's your fault. Oh, absolutely. Not so much relationships, but like people that um there's no reason to to be yeah, to be and it's just kind of like associated uh, with these people. Not even associated. It's like ah, uh, this person like whenever I talk to them, they just make me feel bad, <laughs> or like yeah. uh, they they you know have a different view of the world than I do. They value different things than I do, and uh, you know as you get older, I think you're just like eh, like I don't see eye to eye with this person on a bunch of stuff that's important. So. Eh, I'm just not going to spend time with them anymore. You're going to use turning 40 as an excuse <laughs> to just really disengage. Look, what uh, I'm saying, Tim, is this has been a very toxic relationship for a long time. <laughs> I mean, in a way it has. No, but like I know of, uh, you know, like younger people like uh, um, like old coworkers and like cousins and stuff. That uh, and like acquaintances were like they have, uh, you know, relationship problems and stuff where uh, like I hear about them. I'm just like, I just tell that guy to fuck off forever. Like, or don't even tell him that. Just block just him on your phone. Don't respond to the email. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that part I enjoy. That's what I, look, I've always wanted to just be able to out and out be a dick to some people. And now uh, I can do it without feeling any guilt behind it. 
Yeah, it's not like you you can start doing it now. I mean, you've been doing it for years and years. Right, but now I, I stop feeling bad about it. Yeah. Did you feel bad in high school when you were an out-and-out out dick to everybody, <laughs> including me? No, I felt great about it. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim, you misheard. I didn't feel bad when I was a dick. I felt bad when people were a dick to me. Oh, I see. Okay. And now I don't have to allow that to happen. I could just walk away. This is how the baby boomers became the baby boomers. Just like with every passing, with every subsequent decade, it's like, I'm just going to be, it's acceptable to be more and more of a selfish asshole. And then Uh, you just. I mean, yeah, I do worry about that. I am actually aware of that, that. Uh, that that seems to be that that there's a a thin line between like not giving a shit about what other people think of you and not giving a shit about other people in general. <laughs> but just being like, oh yeah, hey, I'm 40, so in 40, whatever happens after 40 years from now, I don't care about. <laughs> yeah, I won't be here to it won't to affect see me. It. Yeah, so might as well get mine while I can. Mm. Uh, one of the other things they said is you get the sleep you need because you can't function without it. And I've definitely uh, seen that happening over the past few years of like, I, I'm incapable of staying awake if uh, if I haven't gotten sleep. Whereas like when you're young, sleep's more optional. Mm. <laughs> Not all the time, of course, but like you can do, you can pull an all nighter. If, you know, push comes to shove on something uh, like a paper or whatever. And now it's just like, oh, no, by nine o'clock, I'm going to be exhausted. So I'm just not going to do that. So I I get good sleep because I just don't wake up if I haven't had enough sleep. So that means I need to make sure I get enough sleep. Um, I never had that problem. I always sleep a lot. I've slept a lot my entire life. Good. Well, yeah, I mean, I have too, but now I sleep more. Tim, uh, I'm also uh, thinking about having a midlife crisis. Okay. I support (laughs) this. Uh, I have some ideas for a midlife crisis. Most people like buy a Corvette. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't have that kind of money. Well, yeah, I don't have that kind of money. Remotely that kind of money. And I don't want a Corvette. Yeah, I mean, it's a moot point whether or not you want it or not because you can't (laughs) afford to have it. But what I could afford and which I would like as a midlife crisis is a Segway. And, Tom, and combined, that is the saddest midlife. Please don't com- do this. Do not do combined this. Combined with not really giving a shit what other people think about me, maybe I finally have the confidence to just, you know, be the Segway guy, have a Segway in my neighborhood and just tool around on that all the time. You're going to get tickets from the cops, Tom. It's not street legal. Uh, they'll have to catch me, Tim. They are street legal now. They changed those laws. Oh, nice. Yeah. They might send one of them robot dogs after you to... Oh, that's my worst nightmare. Um, I could also start uh, building ships inside of a bottle. Hmm. My dad did that. Really? Yeah. Like af- after high school? No, like a few years ago. Um, yeah, well, that's after high school. Yeah, but I think I'm just got, saying. I, I remember being around it. your house in high school and not seeing ships in a bottle, or yeah. else I would have uh, 
played with him. I think he did. He got one. bored with it. I think he did one and was just like, I, I don't, I don't know why I did this. <laughs> did he do one and then, uh, like, uh, one of his employees was like, "Oh, this is very nice," and they accidentally dropped it right in front of him, and your dad blew his top and was like, "That's another sitcom trope that would always happen." Yeah, no, no. I think I, come to think of it, it was, he probably got like a ship in a bottle kit for uh, the 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 gift. And yeah. made it and I mean, decided I imagine it wasn't for him. They've all got to be kits, right? Did they just sell ships to just build normally? But then some people are like, I'm going to build this ship in a bottle. No, because then where do you get those really long tweezers and stuff? Part of the kit. Yeah, no, exactly. Without a kit. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's gonna what I'm buy, saying. Like, I don't think they ever yeah. sold them I'm otherwise. Gonna, you know what? <laughs> What's the point? The The bottle makes it so much harder. Why don't you just build a ship, uh, a tiny ship, otherwise? Because when you build it in the bottle, that's what's impressive, and it takes a lot of patience and a lot of time. That's why when somebody's employee comes in and knocks it off the, the shelf I, and it I shatters, it. it's like, oh, that took me forever. No, I understand. I don't know. I just, I can't imagine having the patience to do that. I would, I would lose no, my mind. You don't, yeah, you don't have any patience to do anything. So I can't imagine you build, yeah, you'll just build I do a this week after week with you, Tom, and that's, <laughs> it's an exercise in patience. Um, I could also become a professor and start dating my students. That's, that's another thing middle-aged men do. That's um, okay. I mean, I don't uh, think you have the ability to become a, like, where are you going to become a professor? This is uh, something you had to work towards. See, this is no, a thing. No, I'll do it somewhere you, you, shitty. You, you kind of, you, 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 dilly-dallied for 20 years and now you're not in the mm-hmm. position to buy a corvette or become a predatory college professor <laughs> because you didn't work towards these goals <sighs> well you know when you put it that way tim i really feel like i've been wasting my life these are the two things i want more than anything else in the world um this article i'm going back to this article it also said you're you no longer care that you're out of touch with pop culture I am getting to that point, Tom, and it rules. Well, they said the the example they gave was like, you don't even care who Billie Eilish is. And I remember when you made fun of me for saying I watched the Billie Eilish documentary. Although I will say this, I think pop culture is more complex now than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not the monoculture anymore like there have been. But I think actually, like, um, you know, new musicians, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I, there aren't like a ton of new musicians I'm like a big fan of necessarily, but like, I like listening to new music. Like, that's always interesting to me, at least. Like, oh, like, let me, it's not interesting to me. Oh, really? I'm just fully like, oh, this is beyond, like, this isn't for me. And like this is beyond, like this is beyond well, what I'm, I, I'm willing to kind of go down this road. But I think what separates us, that separates the forty-year-olds from the seventy-year-olds, <laughs> is that the seventy-year-olds are like, well, it's all bad. And I'm just like, oh yeah. no, it's no different from the music 
that was new yeah. when I was young. Than the terrible music yeah. that I listened to, yeah. Yeah. And um, not- yeah, I think that's definitely true because we all grew up with that, like, you know, our parents being like, oh, let me tell you about the Beatles. And it's like, yeah, I know the Beatles were good, but that doesn't mean no other good bands ever existed after. Right. Um. But I was going to say, like, I, I, you know, do like listening to some new music um, because I think the the things about pop culture I don't get now are like things I it would be great if it, it, or I think older people older than us when they were complaining about like pop culture passing them by. It was like, oh, you just don't like some new musician because it's like music that's a faster tempo than you're used to. Whereas now, pop culture, it's like, oh, it's happening on some app that you don't understand the point of and you don't understand how to get it and you don't understand (laughs) what it does. Um, So when you get to that and then it's like, okay, you got to wrap your head around that. Now you can learn about why this person's famous uh and and what that means yeah there it, there are just more levels to it and it's fine you know everybody but i think that is like you know it's weird for us to get to the age where they're like feeding nostalgia back to us but i think the one difference i mean not for everybody but at least for me when i'm like consuming nostalgic things that I'm like, oh, that was fun. Whereas I feel like when we were kids and boomers were doing it, they were like, this is the only good music. <laughs> this right. is how you make movies. This is how you make TV shows. That oh, The way they do it now, it's garbage. And it's like, no, I appreciate the way thing, things happen now. And then I occasionally like I things. I don't appreciate TV from oh, the Mork and Mindy was... Yeah, but I mean, when we were kids, like, you know, when we had, like, dumb cartoons or whatever, and people were like, uh, this isn't, like, Howie Doody. Howdy Doody, that was how you really made a show. It's like, this is all garbage to sell sugar to children. It's fine. Yeah. G.I. Joe's no worse than Howdy Doody. Put it on my tombstone. Um, G.I. Joe is worse than Howdy Doody. G.I. Joe is pretty bad. They shot lasers at each other and nobody ever hit anyone else. <laughs> anyway, Tim, um, what else? Oh, this this article also said that uh, when you turn 40, you'll finally understand jazz. Tom, you don't have any... Uh, you don't have you're not interested in 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 appreciating jazz no it i i thought this one was funny tim because i've always understood jazz have you on a deeper level than you yeah and probably most people to be honest with you tim i've never Just i've never talked to your ear off about jazz <laughs> i mean you talk uh, about your guys yeah uh, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs. Yeah. You wouldn't believe the way this guy played the saxophone. He was the jazziest cat around. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Um, I, I have wisdom for you. Should I give that to you now or after the plugs? 
Um, let's do it after the plugs. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at tcgte and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books to podcast. The only podcast about books this week. We are reading finishing up wrinkle a wrinkle in time. In time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's wrinkle in, a wrinkle in Tim week. Tim is reading a uh, wrinkle in time. Part three, uh, the last part. And then I'm going to watch a movie. You can get that and so much more at patreon.com slash complete guide. Check it out. No obligation. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm saying you can check it out. You don't have to sign up. Please, no COD. <laughs> um, Tim, I want to depart you with some wisdom. Okay. Um, th- this is some wisdom that I've learned. Uh, spend time with your loved ones. Okay, that's a good one. Um, drink more water. You're probably not drinking enough water. Yeah, I know. You, you this is a new thing. Literally yesterday, you got a thing about uh, the, the, an internet connected water, water bottle. bottle. Yeah, yeah. Um, finish the video games you have before you buy new ones, because those new ones will go on sale by the time you're ready to play them. That, that's wise. This is what I've learned in my 40 years. Um, and along those lines, save shit no one thinks will be worth anything and chuck stuff that people think will be worth something. It's my advice for collectibles. We, we, when we were kids, we collected all these uh, like comic books and baseball cards because our dads all had stories about like, ah, I threw out my Mickey Mantle rookie card mm-hmm. and now I'd, I'd be a millionaire. Uh, that that was our, an impression of both of our dads. That was a, a spot on impression. <laughs> they both grew up in Brooklyn. Um, My dad did. <laughs> so, um, you, that's not the stuff that's going to be worth money. Yeah. Like, no, I, uh, I saved young all that blood stuff. Number one in my death of Superman. Yeah. That's not worth anything. Meanwhile, the video games that, like, I found out, Tim, I have a video game that's worth $2,000. What video game? It's called Snatcher. <clears throat> <laughs> and that's not why it's worth two grand. <laughs> um, and my Are you going to sell one, it? No, it's gone up tremendously in value, so I'm going to hang on to it. Sell it as an NFT. Uh, yeah, all right. Maybe that, I'll try to do that. And that way you can <laughs> well, keep it, and then scam. somebody else can have the digital ownership of it. Yeah, whatever. Um, and uh, my last pearl of wisdom, don't eat things that make you feel bad. I mean, that you're not following that at all. Uh, I know, but sometimes the advice you give others is maybe the advice you should take for yourself. That's some beautiful advice, Tom. Do you wish you had also done- make oh. make sure you always have uh, an old man's pecker erector on hand <laughs> in case you need a a, a hard I mean, on in a jiffy. 
That's not for that's not advice for a young person. That's that's, that's no, that's more. That's I'm saying buy you. it before you turn forty, and they yeah. might be hard to find by then. Do you think it's a bummer that you never made any thirty under thirty or forty under forty lists? Maybe I did, and I just didn't hear about them. Is it depressing that uh, there aren't lists like fifty under fifty because like anything that people <laughs> do that is just like not remarkable? It's like, yeah, no, you know, they're supposed what, to be doing things. It's not impressive there, when somebody does a thing and they're forty-five. There should be lists though that are like. <laughs> Can you believe uh, a forty-six-year-old man did an impressive thing in his career? Yeah, yeah there should be like it. a a forty over forty, and it's like. 360 uh ollies yeah you're not gonna do that <laughs> i'm not but i'm saying that's what you're gonna that's hurt what yourself. they should tom, have tom you're gonna hurt yourself a 50 over 50 60 over 60 and let's just hear about some extreme stunts um do you have any regrets is there anything that you wish you had done before your 40th birthday that that you didn't do uh no, because I'm still alive. So like technically, I could still do. Yeah, anything. but you're you're limited in your abilities now. No, in your I think mobility. Honestly, I <laughs> like a few years ago was when I started feeling old. When I started the like, oh, I can't drink as much as I used to. I can't eat shit like I used to. And I like, wish I could relate to this, but I'm not. I'm not there yet. And like things hurt yeah. if I do. Uh, so honestly, like turning 40 right now, when I think about it in the abstract, I'm like, oh, I feel pretty good actually, because I've already like come to terms with the other old feelings, you know, like gray hairs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you look okay for 40, I'd say. Wow. Thank you, Tim. What? A, you sure you didn't want to put that sentiment in a greeting card and give it to me on my birthday? <laughs> I did. No, I'm not getting you a greeting card for your birthday. This is it, Tom. This is your celebration. Hey, happy birthday. Right, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.